Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Raw Preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by the Dudley Boys of What Culture, Michael Hamlet and Michael Sidgwick, here to look ahead to tonight's episode of Monday Now Raw. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Where we not only review Raw, uh, but also Friday Night Smackdown, <laughs> the show formerly known as NXT, but AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, pay per views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week complete. Your quiz, of course, on wrestle culture. As I said, they're joined by Hamlet and Sidgwick to look ahead to Raw tonight. Three Raws to go until WrestleMania, and you can tell we're in the season. <laughs> <laughs> you sure can. You sure can. Um, I, I've really liked uh, WWE lately, for a change. Hey, Sidgwick. Um, I've really liked it lately <laughs> because of... Uh, I like the WrestleMania card, ultimately. Yeah. So, typically, at the moment now, uh, they're actually promoting things that are related to the WrestleMania card. We've got one tonight that I'd say, based on the Twitter bubble, is divisive. I don't know why. I think it rules, and I can't wait to see the first manifestation of it tonight. But SmackDown showed us that the, what you can do is just spend time on the programs now, rather than dealing with the, the fluff and the garbage. Yeah, actually, we didn't get a chance to talk to you about it, obviously, on the SmackDown review. But what do you make of this new alliance of Sammy and Cody? Yeah, it's really good. I think that's a bit of a bold gambit. Like I said all along, that I don't think there's a risk in concurrently pushing two baby faces because competent wrestling promotions throughout all of time <laughs> have been able to do precisely that. They didn't have to just get rid of Tanahashi the second that night all started to get hot mm. in New Japan or, you know, Moxley and Orange Cassidy or Moxley and Hangman Page were both baby faces at the same time. You're allowed more than one. Bloody hell. But I think it was bold just in case there was some resentment and you didn't want Cody to feel like he was on his own island. You didn't want that feud to feel separate. Um, it makes no sense for Cody, the nice upstanding baby face, to not help out a fellow baby face when they've got a shared enemy. It would be too obvious that they were trying to separate the two men, trying to insult your intelligence by keeping them apart. Ultimately, it was bold, but it's worked very much in storylines, and Cody just seems like less of an interloper mm. and more of a good, upstanding dude, and it all just is working and clicking. Yeah, it's the polar opposite to Daniel Bryan being like, they've told me to make sure this guy's cheered, so I've lost him at Fastlane. Now can we all get behind him for WrestleMania? It's amazing. Like, this... I, I've loved this main event build. Love it. Like, 
main event builds because they both should be main events, realistically, this bloodline story, this main WWE story. But it is incredible that we're still ultimately in a generation of wrestling fans that were watching around the time of that Daniel Bryan comparison. And there was multiple Daniel Bryan comparisons with the Roman Reigns babyface, with the other similar pushes. It is incredible as we sit here in like the 2023 WrestleMania build that like there were that many years of compromises that were asked of WWE fans. Not just for your B shows or for like a boring summer lull, for the biggest card of the year. Oh, can you can you please just let us have the baby face where you want? No, absolutely not. No. And, uh, <laughs> and we're gonna and like we think you're so stupid, we're gonna fool you into it. So, yeah, I remember you said we kind of disagreed on the quality of the was it the 2015 Fastlane Danielson Roman match? I love you it. You love that one. I'm less high on it, but the purpose of that match was fake from the off. It exists as a meta comment, a beg from WWE to go like, please, please look the one you love likes him will you like him too it's mad when you're watching like a, a good build like this year's that that so recently was this compromise that was constantly asked of, they did it with of a fan base remember when it was like oh well, i'm glad roman's not won the rumble when he was defending his title and triple h is back yeah but i've got i didn't realize we had the option of Mo no wait ambrose yeah uh -huh. uh, at yeah. the time and so they were like oh, okay well what if there was a roadblock, wasn't it? And they were yeah. like, well, all right, we're at roadblock. And we're like, oh, that could be interesting. Ambrose wins the title and goes up against Roman. And no, 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 it's Triple H because he's yeah, a bad yeah. guy. And then Roman has to be a good guy in comparison. Spoiler, he wasn't. Yeah. Do you remember the, the pop 15 years into his run Randy Orton got for winning the Royal Rumble <laughs> yeah. just because it wasn't Roman? Oh, man, uh, <laughs> like, I saw one the other day. It was like an old WWE video, uh, presumably just you know resurfacing on YouTube because of this time, this time of year. And it was entitled something like, the 25 best title changes at WrestleMania. Guess who the thumbnail was? And it wasn't a recent one. It was like four years ago. I remember when Roman finally won the big one at WrestleMania. Yeah, we all hated it. <laughs> it's just so surreal to have these people who are like, like you say, it's not Sammy being like, this Cody guy seems all right. Yeah. It's, and we, we talked about this on the SmackDown review as well, still available wherever you get your podcasts from, of like... You said yourself that they could have easily gone, well, Cody's won the Rumble, we'll deal with all the Sammy stuff, and then they'll kill Sammy off and put him in a thing just with the Usos, and then, oh, here comes Cody, and Roman's suddenly going against him. It's a, it was a brave call to, to mix this all together. The vignettes had me worried that they were going to do it, because they were so effective. Cody getting the Triple H, beautiful day adjacent Rumble return, had me worried that was the plan. Because you could well imagine Cody a being beautiful given day. something totally different to do. On Raw, like, just some no nonsense. Before I went out The Miz, I had trouble with you or something like that. Yeah. He works his terrible road to WrestleMania thing against The Miz that cools him. <laughs> but no, I'm really pleased. It's uh, none of this. We'll talk about this now. Now it's advertised no, nothing. in this feud tonight for Raw because I guess maybe, maybe they've switched some of it to SmackDown. But it's been strong enough that if there is a Cody segment tonight or an Usos thing tonight, it's probably going to be one of the hottest bits on the show. Yeah. Um, so, talking of the road to WrestleMania, we've got two face-offs scheduled for tonight. Uh, Edge and Finn Balor we knew about from, from last week's show, of course. Now they've announced Brock Lesnar and Omos. It's, I mean, it's fantastic. I want to look at this tonight as much as I want to watch the match. I know it's so weird, this. I couldn't understand how Vince McMahon sat there in Gorilla last week. <laughs> He's got a moustache a week earlier. Omos versus Brock Lesnar. I'm raging that Vince is back. 
Like, people's priorities are all over the shop. Like, that's the thing to be angry about, is that he, mm. he might have had a hand in a match that, by the way, is, like, that's just stupid enough to work. Yeah. Like, can, <laughs> yeah. he, can he pick up the man that's bigger than him? I'll watch that. But, like, no, it's wacky Vince. He's got a moustache. If this is Vincent Mann's... Um, distraction piece for this year's WrestleMania so Triple H could get dad off his back until April, then so be it. And maybe that's why it's taken centre stage as a face-off on the night where, like, that's pretty Vincey on the night where there's already a pre-booked face-off with the wrestlers Triple H likes. Yeah, they're smaller. Vince, Vince is like, I want that too, but mine's bigger. <laughs> mine bigger. Well, should we should we label it something different? No, same, mine bigger. Like, so <laughs> we, we just get this tonight. Do it at the same time. Have, have uh, Brock and Owen stand in front of him, if anything. Yeah. But all snark, as, all snark aside... The bigger, like, just how much of a hand has Vince had in this or not, I think will be revealed if we don't get the, the any version of a Hurt Business attack on Brock tonight, MVP plus his new gang, because it seems that Lashley is too busy dealing with that, like, ring general Uncle Howdy at the moment. <laughs> so let's just assume it's the old Hurt Business minus Bobby Lashley. This would be the night, right? Because you've got to then a four-on-one on Brock. Yeah. We've established that there's it's not just the fact that Omos is massive, it's that Brock's got to plow through the henchmen as well. This is a decent night for that, isn't it? I don't really have any thoughts on either face to face. Balor and Edge, what tends to happen at WrestleMania is that they try and go for the shortcuts in the build. Like AJ and Orton as an example was all very meta. Mm. I think they'll do that with Balor and Orton, uh, Balor and Edge. I'll talk about why, you know, some of the internet fans don't like you very much, or vice versa, or whatever. Brock Moss, I'm not interested in the quality of it. I'm interested in how Vince McMahon it is because my favorite part of that development, and we should never forget that Vince McMahon's an awful human being who resigned in disgrace. And got his own age wrong. Yeah. Yes, because he's a moron as well as an evil prick, is that <coughs> I love that these sort of rumors have never really gone away, maybe very early, but then they've kind of crept in when he's trying, you know, trying to get back on the board. He's doing press releases stating his intention to get back on the board, and then he's mysteriously getting voted back in on the board, even though there was a unanimous no prior to that. Remember the bad advice story of, like, the October time? Vince says he took bad advice, and like, here we go. And right. then, so that happened, and then he got back, and then he was just visiting John Cena, but when he was in Gorilla. I just love how every single time Vince orbits this, right, there's always someone goes... Bloody knew he was back. This happened on Raw. <laughs> Bloody suspected he was back. You know, this happened on SmackDown. So I think you could go back and watch virtually every single Vince, uh, Triple <laughs> H TV production. And if there was a rumor at the time that, oh, you know, on the 17th of November um, 2022 Raw, Vince wasn't reported at the time, but he was actually um, in a production meeting. I knew it because this happened. <laughs> it's almost like Triple H and Vince McMahon are very similar as boogers. I've got an idea, actually. I, I don't know what's going to happen with the Edge and Finn Balor thing uh, tonight, but I have got an idea for the Brock Lesnar and Omos thing, which is a, a, a bit of both worlds, I think, which is, I, th I agree, I think we're probably going to get Hurt Business stuff tonight. But you could have some law weaved into this, so it's not just Brock Lesnar going off oh, of, yeah, okay, here comes. Because you could have... And we've all seen in plain sight, and it's the usual invisible camera bollocks that we, yeah. you know, just sort of have to allow for WWE nowadays. Um, which is almost is there, MVP's there, and Cedric Alexander's there. But Shelton Benjamin is going to align himself with Brock Lesnar because these two have got a lot of history together. 
just like they did at the Royal Rumble until Brock immediately betrayed him. And so, uh, almost an MVP and said, whoa, big guys, we'll back off. And then Shelton kicks him in the bollocks and they all kick the crap out of him. It's a way for one night to, if that's like, as pointless as it sounds, if you're going to like decimate Shelton next week. So let's say like the seven day reheating of Shelton Benjamin does sound pointless on paper, but if you're going to bring the Hurt Business back as any threat to Brock Lesnar whatsoever, that's the way to do it. Mm. Because at least then for like this one evening, he's not really thought about that. The consequences of his actions sometimes matter because they never do in Brock Lesnar's world. So the idea that just once he was made to pay for just being the nasty bastard Brock Lesnar would be quite good. Why I don't think that's going to happen is because he was an absolutely awful man against MVP in that segment the other week. Mm-hmm. And that was that was where everybody was saying, oh, that's pretty Vincey, Brock the babyface being this cruel school bully, but he's being cast as the good guy in this. The Edge and Balor one, might they have Edge want to say like all the Judgment Day are out there and he's chewing out Dominic for disrespecting Ray about the Hall of Fame announcement? Like, how dare you, like, speak to my friend, my former tag team partner, Edge, just for all the fans that don't know who he's talking about. <laughs> uh, when he was announced to the Hall of Fame, he's going to join me in the Hall of Fame. That's somewhere you're never going to be, all that kind of thing. And then they deck him, and it becomes apparent that Edge needs a way to keep them out, and that's the setup for Hell in a Cell. Yeah, I forgot, that, yeah, that they need if to indeed they've not that's got that yet. The, the stipulation it might not be, but if, that's, if they're not doing Finn Balor and Damian Priest versus Edge and Christian... We're stuck with bloody Christian still in AEW when he could be back on the big stage after that performance at Revolution. Then and that turtleneck vest. Stip up, <laughs> stip up this one. Yeah, I, yeah, it's a good point. I didn't, I didn't even consider that. Although Judgment Day also in action, so maybe that factors into it as well. Who they got again? Johnny Gargano and Dexter Loomis. Oh Jesus Christ! Oh, <laughs> your face there. Really? Yeah. No. Uh, I mean, it's off. Gargano and Gargano got the win over Bala last week, didn't he? So this yeah, is, which Edge immediately buried. And you feel like they'll fifty-fifty it this week, <laughs> put the judgment day over Gargano and Lemus because Gargano and Lemus fundamentally suck ass. It, but get, guess who takes our fall? <laughs> Johnny Gargano, Johnny Pinfall ahead of him going to NXT tomorrow night to put Grace and what? Oh, hang on, no, he won last week, didn't he? Because Triple H and Sean yeah. on terms. Maybe Grace costs him here. Yes, Grace and Waller on Raw. I would like that very much. I like the idea of uh, Finn Balor. I'm just this has just popped into my head, and this is super WWE brain usage. And considering who might be backstage, maybe they can get away with it. But also, it's Finn Balor's just having the best time right now. Finn Balor says, "Actually, I I don't want to fight you anymore, Edge. I'm I'm sorry. You know, you created the Judgment Day, and look at what we've achieved now. You know, Rhea Ripley's fighting Charlotte Flair for the world title at WrestleMania. Good luck with that one after what happened on SmackDown. Uh, anyway." <laughs> And he says, you know what? Instead, I've got your present. Because look at you. Look at, you. look at your face. You're a bit old, aren't you now? You know, you need to be going, you're going to be going to an old people's home soon. But, uh, you know, your, your, your back's going to give out. Your legs are going to give out. You're going to have to be pushed around in a chair. And they've put wheels on the big purple <laughs> chair. There you go. And out comes Dom, uh, Damien Breeze like, ha, 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 you prick. I love it. Thoughts? That's fantastic. I absolutely yeah. love it. <laughs> Massive wheels. That chair was huge. I was going to say, it's going to Massive like wheels. wheels. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sounds better than what they're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help? a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Um, we don't have to talk anymore about Gargana Loomis Good Judgment Day, do we? I bet you... It's time to play the game! Time to play, time the, to play game. the game! Ha 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 ha! Predicting what Edge might say to Finn Balor. Balor's going to say something to the effect of... Oi. <laughs> Oi kicked you out of your own group. <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. It's Edge. <laughs> I kicked you out of your own group. Who are you? <laughs> no, I, no, I can't do it. And then... I kicked you out of your own group. Yes, thank you. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, and then Edge can say, well, you're like the third best leader of that group in Japan. Uh, uh, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Well, well, well. I was the, I'm the best leader of the Judgment Day. Is that better? Yeah, it's getting there. I'm the I'm the best leader of Judgment Day. And then Ed says, mm, how can that be? <laughs> Squared circle, Twitter, what these marks going to pop for. How can that be? You're about the fifth best member of that group in Japan. Brilliant. About reference. How can, how can that be? You're about the fifth best member of that group in Japan after David Finley. <laughs> Kevin Patrick laughs knowingly. The fan's like, oh, he knows. He watches other stuff. What would the casual fan think? <laughs> I uh, think um, Edge says to Finn Balor to set up Wilborn's long-running bit. <laughs> Makes a change. You look you like... You were about the fifth best <laughs> member of that group in Japan. You look like the cat who's got the cream. <gasps> and then, what does he do after that, Wilborn? <laughs> he calls him just a wanker <laughs> symbol. There we go. He's a cat still. Uh, 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 
You know, we, last year we were going to get the tightest tits in the game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Distant memory. <laughs> can, we, uh, can we get ripped so at the Christmas party we have a photo <laughs> of the boomers going, <laughs> Just the 12 pack to get then. I think we can get it's a 12 pack. up by his shoulders. I think we can get a 36 pack. <laughs> three of us. I was going to say, I think we can get a 12 pack for the Christmas party. I just don't think it's the one that people <laughs> are maybe hoping for. I think we'll be drinking it. <laughs> Slap probably, probably have to. <laughs> it's, also, right. it's also quite night at the library. Elvino did flow. Not. <laughs> um, oh, God. Sigi, lager. Wilborn, lager. Sometimes vodka and coke. <laughs> <laughs> Baby Guinness for me, probably. I'm pretending I'm a giant drinking of Guinness. What? <laughs> a giant drinking of tiny human. <laughs> what? Oh, God. I love Baby Guinness. What yeah. is Baby Guinness? Kahlua and Baileys. Ugh. Try it. Don't knock it till you tried it. I don't like creamy stuff or coconutty stuff particularly. But regular Guinness. Yeah, I'm a not a Guinness guy. Really? No, no, I can't do oh, Guinness. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, boring old Guinness. Roast, <laughs> roast dinner in a glass, isn't it? What they say? Pamphlet, Guinness, it's cool. Sige. How can that be? <laughs> it is liquid. <laughs> Do you puree the roast dinner? That You're, is a question. Uh, <laughs> no, Von. I well, don't. well, it cannot therefore be <laughs> a Sunday roast in a glass. Excuse me, Guinness, you do not appear to have finished your sign. It just said, good things comes to those who. That is not the end of the <laughs> sentence. Tick follows, talk. Of course it does, but we are talking about a clock, not horses in the sea. Horses cannot go in the sea. <laughs> they cannot go on surfboards. I asked Sol Ruka. <laughs> <laughs> NXT preview and review Tuesday and Wednesday if you want to know what on earth we're doing there. Um, pamphlet. Yeah. He's asking enough to save Bianca Belair again tonight. Oh, Christ, I accord. She's working she Chelsea like. Green, which will be fun. I like Can they coexist? <laughs> I would say no. They are due to compete. <laughs> yeah, it's Belair versus Chelsea Green. Carmella's aligned with Chelsea Green. Carmella's pissed off with Bianca Belair. Who could possibly come Why to save Why do they the keep world? calling her Karen? Her name is Chelsea. <laughs> It is not called partner WrestleMania. Why do they do this every year? Uh, I, it's, I like the Chelsea Green Carmella acts. Yeah. I do. I really do. Um, it's pointless and futile because the belts mean nothing, but I like them all the same. But they feel like they've been brought in now to exist for the benefit, for the benefit of an Oscar Bianca Belair makeshift team. It's just, imagine the work you've gone to. Like to bring those characters back around the same time with similar traits, and then you put them in similar matches to bring them together for this. Like I was on the SmackDown review stage, I was crediting um, weeks and weeks ago Rey Mysterio uh, and Santos Escobar being put in a four-way. That was January sometime for the Intercontinental Title and the One Contenders match, just so they could interact, and then after the fact, Santos could say, "You know what? All results aside, it was an honour to be in the ring with you, and then Ray gave him a mask, and that brings us to where we are now, where the Legados are de facto friends of Ray in this battle against the Judgment Day. Nice that, because when you saw those four, you're like, what's the point of that? Yeah. This is the literal opposite. Yeah. Like, you've done all this work for the benefit of something that you don't even need. Asuka should be terrorising Bianca Belair. The closest she's come to that is dribbling. Yeah. She dribbled normal blue, like, three weeks ago, and Bianca was uh, given the creeps. And ever since then, best yeah, mates. It gives me the creeps. <laughs> since then, that best friends. That would be a better build. Just 
I just, I just think it's trash. Ah, it's bad. Uh, a win for Bianca Belair, a, du- a double team beatdown. Asuka comes out and maybe accidentally missed. Oh, it's, uh, it's not a good idea, but it's a WWE idea, which you've probably correctly identified. Just call me catering because I've put butter on a roll in WWE. No. <laughs> that did not land. You usually <laughs> do something like a wink to get the pop. Uh, I gave up on that bit halfway through it. Can you not save the pop? You usually do something when you tell a bad joke to get the pop. Oh, now, now you... Uh, <laughs> oh, this <laughs> did it. More on that in a bit, by the way. Uh, how long? Uh, just before that. Siege, time. Just before that siege. <laughs> um, can Elias tune out Bronson Reed? <laughs> you winked. I told you he does something to get a pop. After <laughs> That's a crap WWE's right, by the way, not mine. What did it, what did they say? Uh, can Elias tune out <laughs> Bronson Reed? Could have done that. Could have did it, did it, did it, did it. Guess the copy. Oh no, it's, it's just a load of bollocks. This. Um, I don't care. You tell him what he did in the SmackDown thing with the ricochet finish. I can't remember what that was. With the uh, how you described what happened to ricochet in the. Oh yeah, no, Jason I told finish. him. I told him off air. Yeah. I saw you put it. I saw you put yeah. it in the tweet. Yeah. Vicious Valhalla Viking voodoo. Yeah. It vexed ricochet. What was the question? So it's Bronson Reed versus Elias. Which is the whole... It's all about... Rick Boogs! So what's going to happen is that Bronson Reed is going to murder Elias. Yes, please. And then Boogs might helpfully go, come on, pick yourself up. And Elias is going to go, like, don't patronize me. Kick him in the balls, because they're obviously tied together on screen so they can eventually have a wrestling match. It obviously can't exist for any other reason. And it's not exactly like Collision Course or WrestleMania stuff, this is it? Elias, <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking about um, Braun Strowman about this earlier. Elias not got a great record at WrestleMania. One was the didn't he get pushed off a big platform by Baron Corbin? Oh yeah, you? remember that? I forgot the performance center yeah. build where you heard the <laughs> like that. <laughs> that Elias' his body crumpling in the mat. <laughs> Remember that when Baron Corbin? Oh, like, I. Was that like the one that Vince jumped off? But it felt like he was in the air for about two minutes. <laughs> no, he got banded off by John Cena twice because he was part of that that pretty good Undertaker tease. Yeah, where the lights go out and it was him. Aye, oh, that's what he's there for, isn't he? Who's he gonna like? Who's he gonna wind up at WrestleMania? It's gonna be the friggin' Miz, isn't it? They're not gonna have turned him heel yet, and Elias and Boogs are gonna. Miz is gonna be trying to get some important announcement now, and they're both gonna be playing guitars over. Did I tell you my idea for the Miz at WrestleMania? No. So he's going to host it, okay? Yeah, yeah, And WrestleMania's going Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And the idea that, even though he's done a lot of work for WWE Studios, Miz's character is that of someone who isn't, in fact, an A-list day. He's a pretty terrible actor with a particularly poor box office record. They're going to get three or four actual Hollywood powerhouses to interrupt the Miz is about to do some kind of hosting. And he, oh, oh my God, it's Hugh Jackman. Yeah, I'm get just out, about to say him, yeah. Get out the way, you. Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser. <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah. I like that. Really. And the Miz is going to be apoplectic. And when the last one comes out, it's going to be, I swear to God, if one more Hollywood actor comes out and interrupts me, I'm going to punch them or fight them right now. And then that's when they get Rock or... Batista. Batista, or um, it's a guy, uh, Michael, the Creed dude. 
Oh, Michael B. Jordan. Yes. Yeah. That's a great shout out as well. A good booger. <laughs> Even with WWE's bollocks, yes. Um, speaking of bollocks, finally, never mind Brock Lesnar and Omos, never mind a build to WrestleMania. Tonight is about one thing, and it's a match I stumbled across this morning and audibly gasped. I think it's fair to say in the What Culture Office. That's true. That is actually true. Because not only is tonight the return of the OCE, who've been tagging with Cody Rhodes at live events, I do believe, um, Gallows and Anderson are back to attempt to <laughs> quench the thirst of the maximum male models. That's right, Marseille and Mansoir are in action tonight, and I can't bloody wait. So I'm here for the meritocracy of this, because if you can believe it, Sidgwick called me to his desk to watch the Maximum Male Models promo yeah. last week. Off the back of it, it was on Raw Talk, was it? Or on the yeah. Digital Experience or whatever it was. And this stuff with Alpha Academy has been really fun. Chad Gable gets everything over, so it's, it's not it's not even going to fail. Like, this thing is going to work. You know, whatever happens with Otis in the end. Um, Otis. Thank you very much. I hope, like, Gallows and Anderson are allowed to lean in. Maybe Maximum Male Models are getting a win here. And the point is they need some baby faces to beat. And the OC somehow have found themselves the perfect baby faces to lose to Maximum Male Models. Great gig, as usual. Gallows and Anderson. Oh, what a pair of workers. Like, busiest in this business. But I kind of want them to be allowed to lean in. Like, them two could have a lot of fun with this. Gallows could. Gallows in especially, particular. yeah. Like, remember the SmackDown match where the, you would see the Okada camera cut to the double elbow thing they would do? <laughs> All of that. Was it, uh, I can't remember what it was from, I just remember watching it on, on Murray's computer a while back. Was it in New Japan where he kept going, oh, nobody attacks Daddy Dangly and gets away with it? <laughs> I think so so yeah. maybe they win by low blow and he sells, I've got, my bloody balls are hurting now. Yeah. The target area is too big, they couldn't miss. That was it, was <laughs> that? No, it wasn't the same one as uh, Bright Lights, Carl Anderson, Ooh. was it? Oh, I like that. <laughs> what if... You know, it's raw. 3,000, 4,000? I'll turn it on. <laughs> <laughs> 200? As in Impact Wrestling? Nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Gallows just goes... <laughs> oh, great. In contracts, isn't it? Open challenge. <laughs> Such a good hype, man. 100, 200? Nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, this is just going to be, yeah... Stupid bollocks. Like the match is announced, and I actively still welcome the vignettes backstage anyway. You know, the stuff that they would typically yeah, to yeah, set a match up. Yeah. I want it regardless. Like They can't wait to get to each other because Gallows and Anderson are more offended that they've not been invited into the group rather than having to fight them. They believe them to be the like most handsome men on the roster. And the best tag in wrestling right now. The yeah, the one-finger tag. The little one-finger tag. <laughs> Who do you think? Who do you think gets the pinfall? Because we think we know it's probably going to be one of well, Gallows probably. Mans. Man, I don't know. If Vince is backstage, Carl Anderson's smaller, so he'd eat the pinfall. Mansoir can go, and I think he's the funnier of the two as well. So I think he gets the uh, he gets the shine tonight. Does Mansoir yeah, with see, the victory with the victory over Carl Anderson? Call Saxton, bald headed geek. You ugly bald headed geek. Look at me, you ugly bald headed geek. So do you think, um, oh, what's his name, in the other half that's not Chad Gable in uh, Alpha Academy? Otis. And he gets involved here? Poss what, on behalf of the Maximum Male Models? Maybe not necessarily. I think he's gone down to chat to 
Maxime Dupri. Yes. And accidentally... Does a running splash on God. Like, maybe, uh, maybe he... Uh, here's the spot, right? Maybe he... he Out of obligation this evening, it's just been cancelled. Oh, oh the best, isn't it? So good. Um, maybe he tries to play... You know when you're like... The, the classic uh, funny scene in all the sitcoms, Only Fools and Horses and we'll Lean on the Bar yeah. thing. Maybe... Dada. <laughs> <laughs> goes to lean on the... Uh, goes to lean on the ring apron to be like, oh, I'm going to play it cool with, uh, with uh, Maxine. And he leans, but he leans a little bit too far. His arm's under the, the bottom rope. <laughs> And Carl Anderson's hitting the ropes at the time, stumbles, turns mm. around, goes, what the f*** are you doing? Boom, finisher from Marseille or whoever, one, two, three. Yep, good with that. Yeah, it sounds all good. That well, that's what I want them to win. I do want them to win. I hope they're not there to lose so we oh, can please have no. more power at their Yeah, expense. I don't want them to be like, what are you doing out there with... Uh, with Otis? <laughs> and then turn around into the finish from... Yeah, the magic killer. Yeah. Model killer. Yeah, I don't need any of that. Yeah. I want. I want this... He's got a role into WrestleMania. I want the, I want WrestleMania to be like, you've got some good matches. You've got your Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair. You've That's got, not a good match. Sorry, yeah. You've got your, um, you've got your Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens versus the Usos. You've got your Roman Reigns and uh, Cody Rhodes. But also, you've got the unveiling of... We need the proof. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Imagine that. Night one of WrestleMania, the unveiling. Yeah, of I like that. The right uh, stage. That should be the main event. I mean, we have a lot of fun in this podcast, but don't take the piss, eh? <laughs> what should be the main event? The unveiling of Otis as a model. Yeah. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> little graphic comes up and it's like, who's going to attack him from behind? Nobody. Fades to black. <laughs> uh, right, let's know your thoughts ahead of Monday Night Raw tonight on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Uh, watch there. You can follow all three of us. You can follow Michael Hamflet at... Michael Hamflet. Follow Michael Sidrick at... Otis. You can follow me <laughs> at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE. And make sure you subscribe to WhatCulture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from. <laughs> the Daily Wrestling Podcast. You can check out the SmackDown review and the Rampage review right now. And if you subscribe, the review of Monday Night Raw will drop into your feed as soon as it is released. You think the obligation was watching this show? That's how big the buzz is. <laughs> it is? <laughs> Uh, and there's still time to send us your five-star review, review suggest something short crap and wrestling-related oh. for us to review instead of the, well, probably Johnny Gargano match, if I'm perfectly <laughs> honest. Actually, no, Elias is facing Bronson Reed. No, no, because I like thingy in that. I just see. can't choose between what I don't want to watch. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah, so exactly. much on offer. <laughs> send us something, though. Uh, you can either do it on uh, Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star review on there, or on Spotify, leave us a five-star rating, screenshot it, Otis and uh, <laughs> Adam.Wilborn at whatculture.com. But for now, this has been the Raw Preview. My thanks to the Dadly Boys. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon.